Ladies and gentlemen, friends of the chat, would you please make welcome the two guys that had a vision to bring to you vague yet opinionated commentary on whatever they feel like it, maybe once a quarter, maybe twice a week. From Oklahoma, Justin Rumford, and from San Angelo, Texas, Josh Hambone Hilton. Awesome. We're really professional now. That's what I'm here for. What's up, everybody? Hello. Yeah. Hello. It is way Hello. too quiet for day number one. Nobody's even hung over or broke yeah. yet. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't be. Is there anybody here that's hung over or broke yet on day number one? Not one wow. person. Super. <laughs> Six hours in. Well, welcome, everybody, to the Rump Can- Chat. The Canadians are. Jeremy Bueller and... Dawson, hey, they're, they're hung over and broke already. Uh, I, that's I, okay, boys. There's about 30 grand up for grabs tonight. So. And Dawson Hayes on my Pro Fantasy Rodeo team. Yeah, because he was so low in the standings, he was cheap. <laughs> no offense, but no uh, offense. if he bucks off, I will be punching a 90-pound Canadian. Canadian boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. So that's not weird. It's okay. It's all right. Well, uh Thank you all for being here. It's Rump Chat. We've got uh, a great 10 days lined up. We've got a lot of stuff. We've got a very special rodeo yeah. to talk about today. And for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, you know, before we get started, uh, also, just want a big congratulations last night to all the winners of the PRCA of the year winners. PRCA of the year, yeah. yeah, the awards banquet. Um, big shout out to Cinch and Dorsey, Garrett Yergin winning his second, uh, second, yeah, Garrett Yergin, yeah, announcer at the 101 Wild West Rodeo, Ponca City. Also and, to and, Benji, Benji and also Bindley, the, and also the uh, bucking machine contest today. So yeah, nothing humbles you like the rodeo business. One night you're beating Bob Tallman in an announcer of the year award. The next day you're announcing. The bucking machines at the Cowboy Christmas. It's called Staying Humble. Also, shout out to John Harrison, Cinch and Dorsey, one of my best friends. Yeah. And also a, uh, my, my partner in the real estate business, my partner in the clown business. Your life partner. And my life partner, John Harrison. <laughs> I, he cried last night, and it made me, like, we're supposed to be tough, you know, rodeo clowns getting hit in the barrel and drinking Pendleton and, you know cool and like me and john are just looking at each other crying last night like it was special yeah it was a special moment also uh shout out to frontier rodeo for winning they did a a great job also the uh specialty act to john the other specialty act went to uh bobby kerr yeah who is just phenomenal the dress act went to bobby kerr which we love bobby kerr to death He's a great friend of ours, and if you haven't listened to Bobby Kerr on Rump Chat and you want to hear about a guy getting drunk, stealing a tractor, and getting it stuck on a train track, yes, that's a true story, Bobby Kerr. Uh, but probably the biggest of the night was, uh, was your dad, Bronk Rumford. Oh, God. Lifetime Achievement Award. It was, uh, it was special. It was a great 14-and-a-half-minute speech he gave <laughs> at the very end. It was the longest speech it may have been the longest speech ever, but in Bronx's defense, you never give a Rumford a microphone, okay? Now, I know most people here or listening uh, does not know my grandma, Lola, or any of my other family, but if you give a Rumford a microphone, 
They are going to talk until you take it away, okay? Mm-hmm. When uh, they give my grandma a microphone at the parade in Abbeville, Kansas, there was 32 entries in the parade, and the parade was four blocks long, and the parade was three hours and ten minutes. Because my grandma Lola would make everybody stop, and then she would explain who is in the float and how they're related to somebody that she knows, okay? So, yeah, that in, in Tommy Joe's defense, who produced the show last night. Piranha Productions. He should have not gave Bronco. When, when <laughs> Greg Simons let the microphone go, I was, I was like, well, this is over. But Bronco's speech, was I thought it was good. You know, it was fine. And it, it was a little... Uh, it kept saying, well, anyhow. Anyhow. When he said anyhow, I was like, that's when I was doing the wrap it up deal. <laughs> you know, because you don't want to be... Uh, I've only seen one guy get the music at the awards ceremony, and that was Tomas Garcia Lazo <laughs> when he won it in 2015. And he was, I'd like to thank my aunt and my uncles back in Mexico. And he just kept going. <laughs> he thanked everybody. He thanked people he didn't even know. And... But that was in the middle. It wasn't at the end. It wasn't like the, the Lifetime Award where... Uh, so, so and, then, and then for the first time in 10 years, somebody else won Clown of the Year. Yes. And you know what? I am more than happy about that. Uh, so this, this asshole comes over, and he's got the red plaque you get for second through fifth place. And he comes up to me, and he goes, you've won a lot of these. What do you do with them? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do with second place. But I, I sincerely, I was so happy for John because this is going to sound so rodeo queeny, but I honestly want all those guys to win because everybody does a great job. You know, like JJ and Matt Merritt, now that he's rodeoing hard in the pro rodeo, uh, you know, Matt Tarr, Keith Isley, of course, is a legend. How are you going to – Keith Isley's like the uncle that everybody loves but also might punch you if you cross yeah. him. So, I mean, like, I, I seriously want everybody to have that experience that I've had ten times in a row, more than anybody else in the history of rodeo, <laughs> even Flint Rasmussen. It's not even a big deal to me. <laughs> but, not no, it was, it was great, and I honestly feel like a weight has been lifted now that the buckle is to somebody else. But, however, I still will be upping my fee this year due to gas prices. Ponca City. Okay. <laughs> but it, it was a fun night. You live eight miles from the arena. I live 5.5 miles oh, from sorry. the arena. Three miles. You know, it's not about distance to me. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, the whole thing, I, didn't, I don't really go to the convention, but it is good. It's uh, the rodeo in Las Vegas is the biggest homecoming event in the Western world. I mean, that's the crazy thing is you see people at the NFR that you don't see year-round. Like my neighbor Chuck Greenwood's here. I've seen Chuck one time in June, and we live a half a mile apart, but yet here he is bumming free Pendleton whiskeys off me right here <laughs> in, in, in Las Vegas. I saw my third-grade teacher, Mrs. Holmes, last night, okay? I thought she was old in 1991. She, still, she was smoking a cigarette. And playing a slot machine. And she's like, Justin. She grabbed my hand. I'm like, yeah. She's like, you don't remember me, do you? No. I was your you third. You don't remember your third grade teacher? Well, she looked, she looked bad back then, but she looks even worse today. All right. Uh, but, I mean, I don't mean that bad. But she, she looked 91 and 91. 
I didn't recognize, like, she's, she was smoking. She never smoked when she's our teacher. Well, that, I mean, that I knew of. But it, my third grade teacher was playing a slot machine at the, at the South Point. Uh, she's, she's probably like uh, our, our school nurse, elementary school nurse, you know, tell you how to use fluoride and do the brushing your teeth properly and, you know, don't smoke. And then one time I went in the janitor's room to get a mop, and she was in there smoking, and it blew my mind. Well, I think that's why all the teachers smoke the, are in janitor rooms. The grossest thing about seeing my third grade teacher smoke um, is it was side note. It was pretty cool that my dad had all his grandchildren out here, and the uh, Schneeberger boys, all four of them were out here: Jace, Jaden, Jarrett, and Jackson. It goes Jackson, Jarrett, Jace, Jaden. Well, Jace is a senior in high school, and he is hilarious. So. He's standing there with me watching my third grade teacher smoke, and I turn around and walk off, and Jace looks at me and goes, if she smokes, she pokes, <laughs> which I thought was just horribly inappropriate. But also, true. But being true but at true. the same time. So it, it is a, it's, it's a big week in Vegas. We're getting it kicked off, day number one of Rump Chat. The podcast that kicks ass, and just for everybody listening online, uh, Apple, Patreon, whatever, uh. We are now, and this is not, you know how I mess up numbers. This is not even a messed up number. Hambone can back me up on this. Yep. We're over 1.6 million downloads. Thank you, everybody. Is so that that's, true? Yeah, it's true. That's very true. It. Yeah. We're so rocking. If you, would, if you would like a good sponsorship opportunity. Yeah, if you got a lot of money and you don't <laughs> mind blowing it on two big dudes right here. That sounded weird. Okay. <laughs> Especially in Vegas. But anyhow, thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah, well, we got one in the back. Also, for all you out there, don't forget the Gold Buckle Beer Bar, as we promised. Yes. Round of applause for that, everybody, okay? We're actually following through with stuff. This is a whole new level. A yeah. big, big thank you to, to Cinch, our friends, Rachel. Rachel. She's awesome. They're back over there. Miss Whalert, who's hunting deer today. In her orange shirt. But, anyway. you know, like in the past where we said we're going to do something, and, and for once, <laughs> we have it. And so for... Uh, and we really do have a camper. Yes. So you can, you can still get your team. You can still get your Pro Fantasy Rodeo team, enter the Rump Chat League, and you could win a camper. Yes. Now, I, uh, it's a slightly used camper. Okay, I'll describe the camper. Slightly used. It's a 2003 Capri Rodeo camper. It has no leaks. No leaks. It's, it's got a brand new air conditioner, and it's got brand new jacks, okay? The air conditioner and the jacks alone are worth $2,000. But it does not have a bathroom or a shower. No. Now you <laughs> I, go, do, I do want to finally get that out in the open. No, it does not have a shower. So However, the 300 people who have already entered that to win the camper, you're still going to have to shower in the camper. The when, when you go inside showers. The camper needs a little work on the inside. But you know what? I feel like this is a life lesson. Because, honestly, I think if we all look inside, there's all things we could do better. Okay? I tell you that. So, the inside of the camper is a little rough. You could sell it for $1,000. What? No, it's, it. it's way worth more than that. We, we paid. Did you not look at our no, statement? No, I know, but I'm just saying they could make money on so it. So, the camper, we're also, I took it to Legacy Signs in Ponca City in the back of a half-ton Dodge pickup, which was the shadiest <laughs> shit I've ever done. And there, there was four foot of the camper hanging out the back of his truck. We're getting it wrapped in rump chat. And in the inside, this is a bonus that I have not told about. I used our credit card. And when I say our, I mean me and Ferg. And 
Bone and, and the whole group, I took our credit card to the Amazon website and I ordered Motley Crue posters. I ordered a metal cutout that has the lyrics to Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> I bought, hey, well, I'm not going to tell the, the secret things I bought. I got two Guns N' Roses. Uh, Nudie mags. Uh, yeah, I got, a, I got on eBay and bought a uh, women magazine from 1978, All which features some of the uh, bathing beauties of the girls from the Bahamas, which that was not cheap. That was 34 bucks. That's a company. <laughs> that's a tax write-off. But once you – oh, and we're going to have – these live shows are very hard for us because <laughs> – you can't say. If you guys anything. don't know anything about us, we we don't hide much, and so it's a little hard when we actually have people in front yeah. of us to kind of maybe we shouldn't be so raw. The but the it is Vegas. The camper is also going to have uh, a bunch of gold buckle beer in the back. So if you haven't got in uh, the Rump Chat prize package, oh uh, Travis Shot is here from Vitalix. Uh, Vitalix package two lick tubs. That's like a $400 deal. Yeah. One of the other things, 10 hugs from Dusty 4, Tuckness. 4000 How much is that worth? 10 hugs from Dusty Tuckness. $4,000. And you don't have to use them all at once. Yeah. You have a whole year to use your 10 hugs. A weekend with Tom Newens. The life-size cutout of Benny Butler. Yeah, that's in my storage unit. I'd like to get rid of it. What else is in the... Oh, uh, cinch jeans and shirts. Some tickets to the shootout in San Angelo. Two you can tickets. actually come any night. I'll get and, you tickets. I, uh, I know a guy. And also, we have free stuff from Pendleton, Rump Chat Prize Package merch. Uh, you know what? Let's give something away before we get into our first guest. Is there anybody here that likes Pendleton whiskey? You guys like Pendleton whiskey? Just raise your hand high. Okay, come on up here. You right there. Come on up here, sir. Pendleton whiskey. We have some free Pendleton yeah. whiskey gift cards. These are good for downstairs at the Pendleton whiskey trailer. Here. There you go. Have you a couple. It's America's fastest growing whiskey. It's the official whiskey of Rump Yeah, Chat. come on, Vanna. Yeah. Abbeville. Uh, yeah. Shout Congrats. out. Before we get to our first people, I got to tell you right over there in the corner, Jeff and Denise Welker, raise your hand high. He is the main man at the Abbeville Rodeo, which is small rodeo of the year. Abbeville Rodeo. <laughs> Abbeville Rodeo t-shirt. Abbeville. It's horribly sweaty underneath. But uh, <laughs> It is a little. Yeah, yeah, don't touch it. So before we get started, or... or I guess we already started. I got to tell you, we got uh, our first guest here. Every day that, that we're doing Rump Chat, now don't forget, we're not just talking right here. You can find this episode on anywhere you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, yeah, and so on, so on. So on, so forth. Each day is brought to you by a different rodeo. Today's rodeo of the day is very special to me because it is, it's a great rodeo and it's getting better day by day and it's in my hometown uh, one of my hometowns, my two hometowns in life, Abbeville, Kansas, and Ponca City, Oklahoma. And they both have amazing rodeos. So the rodeo today, today is brought to you by the 101 Wild West Rodeo, Ponca City, Oklahoma. Now, representing that bunch is a Osage cowboy, a former calf roper, a rancher, he likes to chew tobacco, drive bulldozers. <laughs> I, I, I'd tell you it like this. He's such a good dude. And if I ever called Hank and said, Hank, I killed someone and I need you to bury him, he'd be like, well, I'll tell you, give me about an hour. I got to get my dozer out here before you bring out the body. Uh, 
Stop by up there at the gas station, get a pop, because it's going to be a minute. <laughs> He's just that kind of guy that will help you at all. Hank Heinsinger, everybody. Come on hey. up here, Hank. Oh, Hank. Thanks, freestyling. You just sit right down there, Hank. Yes, sir. Now, go. Hank, you, you got to put it right by your mouth. You got to put it up close? <laughs> That's what she said. Okay. Hey, Hank, give me a gold beer, buckle beer yeah, out there. Right yeah. there. Get right you there. a beer. Yeah, I got, I, got, I got one right here. Tap the top oh. three times and open the top. You oh, that one's one? for me. Oh. I thought you brought your own. <laughs> Oh, well, anyhow, Hank, uh, before we get talking about the Ponca City Rodeo, one of our more successful podcasts that we had, and I'm sure I know that you have heard them all. We got several people here that have listened to them all. The Maury Tate episode was pretty good. Uh, Hank oh. actually used to do a little rodeoing with Mo Betta himself. That, so, a lot of those stories you can't, uh, shouldn't be repeated. You know, there's a lot of things in there that happened with Mo Betta. And Hank, you know, right there, that's kind of back in the archives. Well, you have to tell one, yeah. it's Rump Chat. Well, one tell, of them, Tell I'm, us your best PG-13. The, the best one, we was at, we was over there at Fredonia, Kansas. I think your dad had the rodeo. And uh, anyway, we was, uh, it was hot, and there was a slack in the morning. He had a good, good rodeo, and, and uh, for some strange reason, I had to go to the bathroom. and uh, Number one or number two? Well, I can't remember. I was in it. It's just one of them little porta potties. So I'm in there doing my business, and, and I felt this. He roped that daggum. He put his, put his rope around that uh, outhouse and tied the some bitch shut. <laughs> and then they went to rocking it a little bit. <laughs> and then I heard all this giggling outside, and I told him, I said, you guys, when, you, when I get out of here, I'm going to whoop somebody. I said, we've got to get out of this outhouse because it's hot. And when, I, when they finally let me out, I opened the door, and there was about 12 of them out there just a rolling on the ground. They, wanted, they was going to drag it. <laughs> and I said, no, 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 no. But, yeah, that was, that was, one, of the, that was one good one for Maury that was a PG-13 one. There, there's nothing worse than being in an outhouse at a summer rodeo. No, no. When it is 100 and... In, in the morning before the cleaner guy came around. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That, that is... Everybody right now can smell the blue... Yeah. The blue... Uh, the blue whatever. film floating up out of the top of that little tube. But, you know, <laughs> Hank, uh, you rode calves forever. Uh, and did pretty well. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, being a, a staple of the Osage, what year did you retire from roping? 2006. 2006. Yeah, yeah 2006. 2006. Yeah. That is the old rancher way to say that <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, that's the old rancher way. 2006. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Hank, Hank has got the, the stereotypical rancher rig of the Osage, okay? In the Osage of Oklahoma, if you want to be a rancher, you got to have a couple things. you got to have a white Dodge pickup with a cake feeder, a bell bed, a cooler that has no ice in it, three beers that have been rolling around so long that you can't tell what kind they are. Yep. 
You got to have and lots of bumps on the sides of the fenders. Yeah, it has to look like a junior high baseball team came by with bats. Yep, and took to it. Yeah, yeah. You can have a brand new truck, and the cow don't care if it's brand new or forty years old. They're going to bump it. And, yeah. But you know, Hank, it's uh, a damn mess on your rodeo. One thing I love about Hank too is he's a rodeo fan, and I think that kind of gets lost a little bit sometimes in this day and age. How many rodeo? Like diehard rodeo fans that that we still have, and you know we in rodeo everybody tries to accommodate the new people and and you know people that may not want to be a diehard rodeo fan. But Hank, you are a diehard like you have a love for rodeo. Oh, absolutely! You know it's the Western way of life. You know, I mean everybody here, uh, you know, is here for the for the for a reason to see the rodeo. But on the on the uh, end of the whole spectrum, we're supporting the agricultural way of life. You know, if we don't have uh, cows to, you know, beef to eat or, or, or wheat to make uh, bread out of, there would none of us be here, you know, and this is the closest way to get to agriculture there is. You know, it's through, through the rodeo, and, 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 you know, hats off to everybody out there that's feeding a cow or combining a thing of grain, you know. Uh, we got to have it, and we all need to work together and, 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 and push this way of life, you know. So from that's the... And I'm a rodeo fan. I mean, it's America's number one sport, and it's uh, keep it growing. I, I think we need to start making the hats. You remember the, the ball caps that said America's number one sport? You I know? remember those. Yeah, yeah. We need to bring that back. We need to retro a little bit. You see? know, uh, my Uncle Tommy, rest in peace, he had, in, if, you, if you're old enough to remember this, you remember the mud flaps you could get that said rodeo, America's number one sport? Yeah. You remember when everybody had those mud flaps on the square body Chevys? Oh, yes. Hank had a, back in his rodeo day, he had a single cab Dodge pickup. With the world's largest sleeper. It had a sleeper on it, and he had a bumper pull. And we were in, I was nine years old. We were in Stafford, Kansas. And uh, Stafford, Kansas is the first week of May. And uh, being in the Prairie Tornado Alley, it lived up to its name. About 20 minutes before the rodeo one night, a tornado came through. And it was five miles from the arena, and you could see that. I don't mean like there was a tornado warning. I don't mean like it was there. The, ra- the radio was saying, you know, just in case there's a tornado. There was a tornado. Yeah, it was alive. It and was- my dad was a stock contractor, and my grandfather. So we had 40 head of horses, 15 bulls, calves, and steers. And in the, the mix of taking care of the animals, uh, my parents left me at the arena by myself. They went to the shelter at the high school, and they forgot me. And so I'm standing in the parking lot at nine years old, and I see a tornado, and I'm pretty scared. And all of a sudden, here comes Hank, balls to the wall in that Dodge pickup. And he comes squirreling to a halt and throws the door open and goes, you better get in. Him and you and Jeff. Yeah, me and Jeff You and Jeff Rector. He said, where are we going to go? And I said, well, we're not going that way. So, you know how they say you're never supposed to try to outrun a tornado? We did. Hank didn't believe that because we got, and I was crying. You know, I'm a crier anyway, but like, there's a tornado. My parents laughing. Hank's like, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. So, we just point this Dodge pickup the opposite way of the tornado. And, and the left. speedometer read 85. And I remember watching Hank take his foot off the gas pedal. And it stayed at 85 for probably 15 seconds. Uh, so uh, we, didn't, we didn't go towards the tornado. 
we went the other way, like a like you're supposed to do. Now, so, whether you're supposed to do that shit or not, I don't know. <laughs> but we wasn't around there, so that's that's the way it works. But if you are listening and you're in Kansas, uh, take shelter when there's a tornado. But then we went back and had the rodeo. Yeah, we did. We went back. That was the easier time uh, back in those rodeo days and the uh, the smaller rodeo days, like Longford. Before there was Longford, uh, Stafford, of course Abbeville, all those little Kansas. Fredonia, Iola, Mound City, Hillsboro. Mound City, they used to cook in the ground like Abbeville. They had the big pork night after the, uh, they'd feed everybody after the rodeo. Uh, what was that? John Teagarden. John Teagarden. Yeah. We also have that in Abbeville where they do the buried pit. Right. Uh, the bad thing is when people running the pit get a little overzealous on the amount of gas. Is it gasoline you put on to blow the pit up? A gas diesel mix. So picture this at these little fairs and rodeos, Abbeville, Kansas. You have three guys in overalls with 35 gallons of gas standing over the top of a sand pit filled with pork wrapped in gunny sacks. Gunny sacks. And then you throw in a, a match and kaboom. <laughs> and blow it up. But, yeah, you know, when, uh, you know we have hospitality uh, at most of these rodeos, like great hospitality actually, but... You know, back in the day, the, the hospitality was just the committee. There wasn't like a, you know, a sit-down hospitality room per se. But like a lot of the old rodeos had the, the oh, old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the uh, like, like uh, Abbeville and Mound City. And, and, and I mean, the, the guys that get out and work their tail off all afternoon or night just to feed a few guys. But, but you know, it, it, hospitality has evolved. And, you know, like ours, you know, we have the best, uh, we've got some of the best barbecue in the country with Head Country and, and uh, with Danny's Barbecue Headquarters. And uh, we do barbecue one night, fried chicken from the best in the country, KFC, <laughs> one night. And then we got a little uh, Mexican food joint that uh, hooks us up with tacos and tamales. Well, talk, but, talk about the rodeo because the 101 rodeo, when you think about rodeo history and steer wrestling especially, you know, that all started with the Miller Brothers. The Miller Brothers. Right in uh, K County, Oklahoma. Yeah, right there. You know, one, the 101 Ranch, if you don't, if you don't know, have you, know much about the 101, it was huge. And, and, and if you go way back, that was where the Western movies started. They actually produced the first Western movie. And uh, I think it later became 20th Century Fox. They sold their movie. But that was all came from the 101 Ranch. And uh, it was huge. It had their own, they had their own uh, store where they, you got your own money from them. Now, if you work for me, you'd get Hank Bucks instead of, you know. But anyway, you would spend your money at that store. You would, uh, they had their own saddle shop. They had their own farrier. They had their own wagon, wagon shop. But it was just a huge place and, and uh, midst the depressions and everything else, it kind of went away. But, but we've continued that for 64 years. In Punk City, we've got it all back in uh, 64 years old, PRCA Rodeo from day one, uh, RCA, PRCA. Uh, we've had a numerous bunch of stock contractors. We've had them all from Jim Shoulders from the start and Corcos to uh, uh, David uh, Dale Hall, your dad and your grandpa. Uh, Sammy Andrews is our current stock producer right now. Walt Osball, bless his heart, he done it for years. 
but yeah, I mean, we've we've done the whole deal. We and 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 Ponca City is in the north central part of Oklahoma, where where the Osage is and and the West begins. You know, uh, they uh, we've got John Payne to our over in the Osage there at Scheidler. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we got yeah we got Mighty John. You know, oh, but but anyway, we try to keep our rodeo innovative and and try to make it better. And we're doing real good, you know. Our purse, you know, we had five thousand event. Uh, we really we strive to help the cowboys out as much as we can. We've got Justin as our barrel man, hometown guy. We've got the two-time announcer of the year, Mr. Garrett Jurgen, does our announcing. We've got Benny Benjali that does our sound stuff. Uh, so I mean, we we do things right. Well, and also this last year, and, and for uh, any rodeo committees that you know, might want to do this, it's a great deal. Uh, last year, what they decided to do is they took the one side at the end of their arena. Uh, I actually come to, come to them with the idea that I got from Santa Maria, California, from Tina. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I've known her for 30 years, Tiscottery. But anyhow, they took out the least selling amount of bleachers. Yeah, which that section of bleachers sold three thousand dollars. That was that was a, uh, and we turned it into the gold buckle so zone. We took out the bleachers at the end, and by we, not me, I just showed up when it was done. They took out all the bleachers and they brought in a tent, and inside the tent they put in bars, white top tables where you could actually go and stand right against the fence. You could have a gold buckle beer, lean on the fence and watch the rodeo, and we sold. 20 tables? Was 20 it? tables. 20 uh, tables, Tyler? And, ho- and I think we're going to have a, some waiting list this next year because you was getting an in-house experience because they yeah. was hanging over the fence, a drinking beer, and, and loving it. We had a little free food back there in the back. If they got hungry, they could come back there and get a little bite to eat and go back up there and hang out on the fence. And you were a special person if you was in there. Well, and you know the other thing I liked about it too is rodeos, what makes them great, when they first started back in the day, they were a party, you know. When, when, every, when bronc riding started, when they would get together on the streets in the Old West and, and buck the horses down the street, it was to get everybody together to have fun. And I'm proud to say this in my hometown rodeo. After the first night, they completely sold out of beer. We had to get a new truck to bring <laughs> some more up, you know. I mean, we, <laughs> we brought in a semi-load of beer. And they're like, oh, that'll be enough for the whole week. And I'm like, yeah, that's quite a bit of beer. Thursday nope. night goes by. Yeah, nope. We need. Nope. A, we're out of beer. So. We got. We need to. Uh, it, it was, was gold buckle gold beer. Bar, gold buckle. We had to FedEx some back up from Fort Worth. So I mean so. the uh, uh, that rodeo. It, it rodeos. I think also and Hambone, you're a committee guy too. But I think rodeos have you know kind of ebb and flows on. Technically, on, I'm full time staff. Well, you know what I mean. But yeah. I mean, you've been involved with different <laughs> rodeo productions and. You know, with Sydney, Iowa, and, and the different rodeos. Correct. There is there is ups and downs with ticket sales, and, you know, I mean, that's just the way it goes. But I feel like with Ponca City, I'm not just saying this because, you know, it's my hometown, but I feel like we're on an uptrend right we now. Are, we are climbing that mountain fast. I mean, we got our ice hooks in, and we are going up. And, uh, you know, that that rodeo, the, the thing about the committee thing and the rodeo, you know, I, I always think you, if, if a guy's going to be on a rodeo committee, it's a lot of work, but on the other hand, we've got a real good circle of folks that's uh, 
that's been on, on our committee, you know, I don't know much about uh, being able to put up somebody's booth to sell stuff, but we got a guy that's good at that. My, my end of it is that I kind of try to take care of the contestants in the, in the arena, and uh, we've got another guy that does promotions, and, you know, we've got a real good fit of people that knows what to do. And, and, and our rodeo just flows like water, you know. I mean, it just no. And then plus we got Justin there to take care of anything that goes haywire. Well, actually, I do have a complaint. Uh, what's your complaint? We can fix it. As many times, there's tons of rodeos that offer the Cowboy Golf Tournament. Oh. <laughs> I am opposed now to the Cowboy. Every Cowboy Golf Tournament I've ever been to. You get hammered drunk. Well, yeah. However, that's why you don't like them. No, no, that's not the reason. It's supposed to be the cowboy golf tournament. What it always works out at every rodeo, it's like four people from the rodeo and like ninety-five people that could play in the PGA. Yeah, that is how gotta, it always that's works. Not, that's you got to bring fair. in your ringers. That's, you got to even the odds. So this year, I did not want to play. And okay, let's talk about my golfing handbone. You know it. I'm a. I'm not good. I'm not a good golfer, but I'm fun. Okay. I'm fun to golf with. Look here. He lives up on a big, tall hill, overlooks a big lake, you know, kind of a big lake. He lives up on his hill. And for his playtime, he goes out and knocks golf balls over the hill. Which and there's not fall. a green at the bottom. <laughs> they fall a long ways, okay? So, no. so yeah, when, it's not the they, same. They, he didn't hit it that damn far. But if you figure in how far it falls, it looks, it looks like you've hit it a long ways. So but in all reality, it's not very far. <laughs> I, so I was opposed to the golf tournament in Ponca City, and I tried to get out of it. And Tyler, Tyler Mays is like, no, you got to play. You got to play. He was committee, committee guy in me. No, hey, man, you got to play. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll go play. So I show up at Ponca City. <laughs> what? Yes, you did. I still got the text messages. Hey, this ain't Tyler chat. Shut your damn mouth, okay, Tyler? <laughs> so Tyler says, you've got to play. I said, all right, not a problem. I'll, I uh, guess I'll play. So I go down there to the golf, uh, the golf tournament, and these dudes there, there's not one fat guy there except for me. Yeah, I was the only one. Everybody else is like, look like they just stepped out of a golf magazine. They had, like, they had their own golf carts. What? You no, you can't defend this. You don't have a microphone. You have Shane, to take you it. You were there. You have so to anyhow, I, I'm like, all right, no problem. <laughs> the only two people from the rodeo was me and Sammy Andrews, and turns out Sammy Andrews can golf. So I'm on a team with Shane and Michael and somebody else, and these dudes. Okay, I'm gonna describe it like this: when the four of us tee off, the first guy hits it almost to the green. The second guy hits it almost to the green. The third guy hits it almost to the green. I hit it almost to the other side of that couch. Did you tell him if it had been a hill, it had went all the way down there? Oh, I just felt like an idiot. Well, So then I'm like, you know what? Maybe I need a couple beers, line myself out. That didn't help. <laughs> so I looked like the worst golfer ever. And you know what? I retired from golf that day. I love it. I well, not you're, going to, you're going to have to fire back up on the second week of June. Second weekend of June, you're going to have to be tuned up because that's when the deal is. I'm going to have to look into that. It's, it's in, the, in contract. the contract. There you go. Well, that's uh, yeah. 
That's awesome. Well, we want to thank Hank for coming on 101 Pro Rodeo. We got some gear. Can we throw out some hats? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not Who's not guys. from Ponca City? Yeah, come on up. Look, yeah. look, look here, guys. You know, the second weekend in June, put it on the map. Come out and see us. We'd love to see you. Uh, Sammy Andrews, Bills and Horses, uh, good rodeo. We got T-shirts, too. Where's our T-shirts at? Hey, now, you got to come. Here, we got some T-shirts. Yeah, we got T-shirts. Where's all our gear? The one under one, one on one. You're gonna West. have to stand up for God's sakes. These are two tables zip tied together. Hold on. <laughs> stand up and get dig the gear out there. We gotta throw gear. Yeah. Merch they call it in the. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I got a niece. Oh, and No. Well, we might hit somebody in the head like go. Uh, oh, nice. Like they did on Tulsa Kings the other day. <laughs> I've not yeah. seen that. Oh, he's pretty good. He he, he threw that can and hit that guy, and they said, uh, "Are you all right?" Nah. And he said, "Nope." We got one well, more. One more. Punk City hat. I right, tell him to come on up here. Come on up here. Get a hat. Oh, that's one of our that's one of our good Rump Chat fans right there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, well, thank, thank you, you to Punk City One Hundred and One okay. Rodeo, the Rodeo of the Day. Everybody, round of applause for yeah. Hank. Come to the rodeo. Come Enjoy to Punk City. NFR. Second week in June. Come to Ponca City for a good time. All right. We've got to bring our next guest up here. He's a man that, uh, I don't know, I'm blessed to call him a friend. He's, uh, I don't know, making, he's made the biggest waves in stock contracting world and that's happened in quite some time with, with a million-dollar purchase and, uh, you know, is, is continuing to make rodeo better by doing that. And... Um, Proud to say that he's our stock contractor at San Angelo Stock Show and Rodeo. And he's just, uh, I get to work with him a lot of places. He's a dear friend. He hires us both. And I'm not saying that he's a dear friend because he hires us, but he sure is nice well, to do so. <laughs> and and uh, I, I would like to say on my behalf, too, it's cool to have a guy in rodeo that truly wants to make it better. He's not the kind of boss that's standing over the top of you trying to tell you what you're doing wrong. What he does is he spends the money to hire the best people and then sits back and watches rodeo be great. And I think that's, that's something pretty cool. So, Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome to the stage Pete Carr. Car Pro Rodeo. <laughs> Pete just asked me to pay extra for that. Hello, Pete. How are you today, buddy? Howdy, howdy. Good morning. I got to tell you, uh, on a side note, too, about old Pete Carr, Pete is the kind of guy that you can call at 3 in the morning. He will answer. We bug him to death. I've been kind of me. I used to go on to his, uh, into his RV at rodeos and steal his $265 bottle of wine and <laughs> replace it with a $9 bottle of barefoot wine. True story. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I have uh, borrowed his vehicles without asking. Uh, I accidentally rode my motorcycle into one of his gooseneck trailers. Um, and uh, somehow we're all still buddies. So it's the presenting Rump Chat sponsor is Pete Car Pro Rodeo. And the cool thing is, too, anybody that knows me knows one thing. I'm usually wearing something Pete Car hat, t shirts. 
sweatshirts. I got to get an I mean, updated look, one. It's ripped. Your pocket's ripped. That just happened today. Oh, and another thing at McCord Elementary <laughs> in Ponca City, a couple years ago, Pete had some leftover T-shirts that were all kids' T-shirts, and they were tie-dyed. And they had the old rodeo dates. So Pete said, go ahead and get rid of them. Uh, where's Sarah Heinsinger? Is she still here? She's back here. Sarah, she can attest to this. I gave a free Pete Carr T-shirt to every kid in the, in the first grade, and they all wore them to school. So we had 45 kids. We had Pete Carr Rodeo Day at McCord Elementary. And uh, so it was pretty cool, all the kids in their Pete Carr T-shirts, learning a little bit about rodeo. We did that, and uh, we had Bullfighter Day where we ran over small children with bullfighting dummies. So, uh, Pete, we're glad to have you out of here. We know you're super busy, tons of stuff going on. Another great year of rodeo, though. Yeah, it's fun. <clears throat> anyway, so Sammy has a rodeo in Ponca City. He didn't give a T-shirt, so maybe I can get a line next time. For the <laughs> yeah. Video, so I don't know. But <laughs> great contractor there, Sammy. Um, does a good job up there. But what about Abbeville? I want to talk about Abbeville. Yeah, because you know quite a bit. You've spent time in Abbeville. That's where I cracked out. I mean, that's where I went to my really? first school, Lyle Sankey School. Did the whole deal. Didn't have a car that would make it that far. So I flew. They picked me up at the airport. It's kind of like an event. If you've seen the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, yeah. when Steve Martin and Candy's in the back of that truck at the Wichita airport, that was me. <laughs> so you get a good picture of what it was. That was me. Um, actually slept in the airport that night on the way home because they dropped me off and I didn't have a flight till the next day, but I didn't have enough money for a hotel. So I stayed and come to find out you can't stay in a hotel in the airport. They run you out. So we went to the restroom and that's where we kind of hit out when the security guards come by. No but, way. Yeah. Anyway, but Abbeville. Yeah. That's crazy. Saw a lot of snow in Abbeville. Never seen the fires you're talking about. Needed some of those in. It was cold. And you went to the Lyle Sankey Rodeo School to be a bareback rider, right? That's it. And then you stayed in the schoolhouse? I did. Slept on the floor. Yeah. So tell us about your bareback riding experience. So not much to talk about. You know, start. <laughs> <laughs> no, I started uh, rodeo in high school like everybody and did that. And then got out and kind of hit all the circuits, small rodeos, and did that. And tried to do the PRCA thing. Figured out real quick that I needed to work more than I needed a rodeo. And uh, thank goodness I started working early because it's taken me a while to get there. Yeah. Well, it's been, I, I don't know, it's, it's amazing what you're doing, you know, and making these acquisitions. And, and uh, I don't know, it, it's uh, 26 head here? 26 head. 26 yeah. head of livestock at the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. In this day and age where there's. Yeah, there we go. That's right. Where there's what, 80 some stock contractors? I think there's 90 90 yeah. stock contractors you know they used to do that back in the day and maybe not even that many but a lot of guys would have 20 back when it was butler survey well, Bold. you I, know i looked it up cotton in, rosser in 1986 at the nfr there was 22 stock contractors wow i remember having 22 stock contractors in omaha yeah <laughs> yeah i was in the back pins. that sucked yeah. <laughs> we, the, we, the game has got crazy like that though honestly you know I never want to get into those conversations of when it was better rodeo. But, I mean, now in this day and age, if you – and I'm not knocking the old days. I'm not knocking it, so don't get on my Instagram. He's talking shit because I'm not. But what I'm saying is, like, if you watch the – on the Cowboy Channel, you can get on there and watch the 
the 1989 NFR bareback riding. Yeah. It is absolutely nothing like today. No, I bet half of the horses will be re-rides. Well, you know, everything's gotten better. All the genetics, all the breeding, you know, people, numbers increase. People, like you said, there's 22 back then. There's 100 now just in the PRCA, not to mention all the other associations across the United States. So you've got a lot more people raising animals, a lot more people putting the time in and the money and the investment to try to breed great animals. So anytime you have the numbers like that, you're going to get more great animals so and that's what's that's what's happening out there but it's also you know has to do with in our industry the stock contractors push each other so it started with stace stace was out there and he pushed everybody then jerry come along you know so those guys push everybody else to be better and to kind of raise the bar as we go along so anyway a lot of great guys out there doing it well it's a it's such a labor of love um you know in this day and age uh, especially in California, you know, having to, to fight animal rights activists. And it just, it really it gets underneath my skin because being a stock contractor, growing up in the business myself, these people don't realize the time and effort you put into an animal. And I've tried to describe it like this, especially with bucking horses, that you can't just, bucking horses, a great bucking horse is hard to find. And it, it, even if you breed one, if you breed one and you pay a lot of money, you breed this, this mare. By the time she's bred, has the colt, and gets to the point where you can buck the colt, you're in $10,000 at least. Yeah, so I, I bought some horses last year at the sale that were five-year-olds. And so they just next year they'll go to six. So, you know, you're talking six, seven years investment time that you got to put into them to figure that out. But then when you do start rodeoing with them, I mean, they work a minute a year. That's about what they work. One minute a year, the rest of the time, they have the best care, the best medical attention, everything in the world, you know, looking after them, the best feed, the best supplements. Um, so you take care of them way better than you take care of your family or yourself. So, um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a good, good life for them. Because the thing about it is, it's like if you, buy, if you buy a Ferrari, okay, if you spend the money to buy a Ferrari, you're not going to not take care of it. If you buy a bucking horse and there's or a bull, you know, like there's uh, some of those PBR bulls that go for two hundred and twenty thousand dollars for a bull. So if you're spending two hundred thousand dollars on a bull, you're not going to mistreat that sucker, you know, because they are a commodity. Like the good horses and bulls, even though we have a lot of good genetics, they're still not terribly easy to find. No, I mean they're they're. Yeah, they're not, and that's the thing. So, uh, you know, you wear out a couple trucks trying to find one, driving all over the country, but you, you know, you can raise them or you can get lucky enough to buy them. They're having a sale right out there this weekend, you know, right now at the South Point, and you got to stick your hand in there. There might be one or two heaters in there, and there's 90, 100 guys yeah. trying to buy them. So uh, it's pretty tough. Not a whole lot out there. What uh – I want to go back to time. We were talking about the awards earlier. There are so many, especially in the rodeos category, because there's so many good rodeos to try to narrow it to five. Um, off the top of my head, you know, Fort Madison, Iowa. He does that wonderful rodeo. Wonderful. Weatherford, Texas. We yeah. do that together. And that's a yeah. badass. You talk about a rodeo that has shot up super fast. I mean, they're talking about extending their grandstands. There are six performances, 
uh, have an extreme bulls and then and then five uh, regular purse. But and and it's packed every night. And this year was the hottest rodeo I've ever been to. And I do Sykeston, Missouri, so <laughs> and Sydney, Iowa. So it was so hot there this year, and it didn't matter. Well, and that's the thing. Every rodeo you go, every rodeo I have is a phenomenal committee. They try, they they give their time, their sweat, their energy all year to put on an event that that benefits something in their community. So everybody's trying super hard and has great events. And we're at a level. We're at the NFL level, NBA level. You know, we're not we're not at your backyard rodeo i mean we're at the best of the best the cream of the crop so these rodeos you're talking about every one of them are good you can't go to a bad rodeo and every committee you meet is a, they're phenomenal people that they do amazing things in their community and with their events so to narrow it down to five it's tough um yeah I, sometimes i almost wish i didn't have it because I, I don't want the other people to quit trying or feel like i agree nobody acknowledges what they're doing and kind of get disappointed so you have to really do it for yourself which most of those people do it for the the actual that, town and the mm-hmm. rodeo and the event so yeah a lot of great people out there i tip my hat to them well in the being the the investment not just with money but everything that you put into it I don't know if a lot of people understand that sometimes, uh, especially with, you know, rodeo contract personnel or stock contractors. So if you want to bring a rodeo to town, okay, so you're going to have two semis, two semi-trailers, two goosenecks. I mean, just nowadays with 4 and $5 diesel, before you leave the house with any animal in it, you're at thousands of dollars in fuel. That doesn't even count your monthly payments on your pickups or your truck drivers, or your other employees, or your ranch at home. So, you know, the, the stock contractors that I've known, I mean, you're, there's not a stock contractor out there that's just sitting around the evening counting hundreds, you know? I mean, it's not a make-money deal as much as it's you love it, and if you can break even, that's cool. You got a lot of depreciating assets. That's what you have. Right. So you got to love it to be in it, and once you're in it, it's hard to get out of it. So, uh, you know, it becomes part of you. It becomes part of your life. You sur- surround yourself with people that are in the industry, and you, you kind of, that's where you go. I've always well, said it's like Hotel California. You can <laughs> check out any time you like, yeah. but you can never leave. So, and that's another great thing about Pete, because there's a lot of guys in the business that, um, so Pete, recently you know multiple times has has referred the committee like music and sound is a committee hire right but pete will go hey you know they ask him his opinion gives his opinion and uh we move forward but pete what's great about you you don't get in the middle of it some guys they got to get in the middle of it may try to get you cheaper than the other guy or there's that pete says i've set it up for you here's a phone call you do it. You do the rest. Do what's right for you. Well, it's, big, it's big business. You know, this is this big business. It's your business. I'm not getting going to get involved in your business. Nobody else should get involved in anybody else's business. So it is a business, and that's what the people that are successful in this industry identify that and understand that it's a business and treat it like one. So Pete almost got me fired um, at San Angelo. Just Ooh. one time. Oh, Just so one time. I didn't even know this. This is, uh, well, it really wasn't him, but. So we do a wire transfer for Pete's contract, 50% before, and then 50% usually halfway through or whatever. 
So we email back and forth his routing, wiring instructions. I forwarded them on to our, <clears throat> our bookkeeping lady. And then I got an email, another email from PCAR at resource, whatever, you know, your email address, the exact email address. And it says, uh, that account has been um, compromised. Use this account. Please see uh, attached instructions. It's like, oh, shoot, I forward those on. To which our gals, it came from me, the rodeo manager, so they forwarded it on. I'm not going to say the dollar amount, but it's well into the six figures. Thank God First Financial Bank in San Angelo, Texas, does its due diligence and calls Pete because that was not his account. We got hacked, and it was his exact, so be careful. I'm telling you, people, it's happened multiple times. It was his exact email address. It wasn't, you know, at zyx.com. But how cool would that be to not be serving some of them channels that you're on? Yeah, it was, yeah, so we almost, uh, yeah, I almost got fired. But how cool would that be to be sitting around one night and be like, I got to check my balance. Holy shit. Because that happened to our friend Lloyd French. Yeah, Lloyd, he 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 uh, wired fifteen thousand dollars to the wrong account, and he'll never get it back. Fifteen grand, but this was yeah, what, half here, his contract. And here's a, a question for you though, Hambo. It was it was scary. This is a question to test if you're crummy or not. If you got fifteen thousand dollars in your account from somebody who was a gangster and did wrong things, would you keep the money if they would never find out about it? Not yeah. Well, that's if you they never found out about it. No, I would not. You would not. You know, one time I I, I'm mowing a yard and I found forty dollars, and I I, forty dollars cash and I took it to the Fremont County Jail. I gave it back. I was nine years old. Oh, and guess what? Thirty days later, I got it back. Your parents, yeah. That's like a Hallmark Christmas movie right here. Not this one. This pos. If he found forty dollars. That fell out of my pocket. He watched it come out of my pocket. He would pick it up and put it in his pocket. I really would. And everybody here knows it. But he's my POS. I've actually, I've actually stole several hundred dollars from Garrett Yergin. <laughs> you think that's why they stole your bike? Is that right, Garrett? <laughs> Is that karma? Yeah, sometimes exactly. When, sometimes when Garrett doesn't lock his trailer at rodeos, I go into his trailer and steal 100 bucks and watch TV and eat some Hot Pockets. Go to the bathroom. No, you know he's. I will. No, I have not done that. Garrett has an air fryer, and that's all another story. Anyhow, <laughs> hey, you know what though? I, I, I actually, uh, I gave money back once, years ago. I don't remember the story, but I'm sure I did. That's a great story. You got time to tell it again. <laughs> so, Sorry. Back to Pete. But um, no. But anyway, uh, at Angelo, what we've what. You know, Pete's come on, and I don't know, what's this year going to be your seventh or eighth year probably? Something it? like that. Yeah. I mean, what it's built there, and I'm going to talk about San Angelo, Jacob. Um, it's just amazing. It's amazing what, I mean, the stock, every perf, you know, bringing a bunch of good guys. Well, it's um, fun, you know, when you get to work, like I said, with committees that have that energy that want to do good, that want to be better, that look forward to you coming and working with you, and you're part of a team that's trying to be the best. That's what's cool about rodeo. That's yeah. what I love about it. And, you, oh, that time, you know how it can get, and it can happen anywhere, whether it's a small rodeo or it's San Angelo or Houston. When you get, you know, that crowd, and it's so loud after a big ride, 
or you know even like with Ty Harris, you know hometown kid tied that kid in, or tied that calf in seven seconds, and I've never heard that building so loud, and it just makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up, and that's why we all do it. Well, the Cowboy Channel tells me that's the, that's of all times that's the number one watched rodeo that they have on their channel in the history of them putting rodeos on right. is San Angelo. San Angelo. So, I th- you ought to come down. Well, but more importantly, what does San Angelo bring? The scent shootout. Yeah. And so the scent shootout is the, kind of the icing on the cake. It's the cherry on top. It's, you know, we have a great rodeo. We have a great short round. But then we have the scent shootout, which is phenomenal. And we got the best of the best, the best stock. Uh, you know, it's just so electric in there. It's it's just I mean, yeah. Donnie, people like Donnie Gay and Justin McKee and them come up to me all the time and go, man, that San Angelo stock show, that, that's, that's, that's something I've never even, it's the best rodeo I've ever seen. And they're, they're not saying that. I mean, they're just, they're honest and they're telling me and that's what it is. What's it sell out like? Two minutes? Uh, 12 minutes was 12 last minutes. year. The sin shootout saw it out. It takes 12, 12 minutes? 12 Damn. <laughs> but yeah. but you know, we take, down. we take the top five from uh, the twenty. 22 or the top five from the NFR stand, the final standings from the 2022 season, I guess. And then the top five from the 2023 world standings when the, when the books open. So we take 10 people and you got those top, top contestants. And then the final three come back for a shootout. And and the, and then the stock that's put together is fun too, because you always make that 10 round of, you put in some hard to ride dudes and it's usually well, you know, you want to see buckers. You want to. Get, you either want to see a guy get thrown off or be ninety-five, and so that's that's what you got to have. You got to have those big-time horses, and yeah, they're not little day-off hoppers, but no. they buck and they're honest. And you know what they're going to do? Beer time. Beer time. Beer thirty. <laughs> okay. There you go. But yeah, um, I, I want to say something here. The one thing I like. This is not even about rodeo or animals. Well, it kind of is a little bit. But, you know, my, the way my mind thinks, I'm all about rock and roll and looking cool. The one thing that, that Pete does, when Pete Carr comes to the rodeo, when he pulls in, it is like Motley Crue is rolling in. He's got black, doped-out Peterbilts with big stacks and drop-down visors. Schmiergen. He's got big 53-foot straight decks full of bucking horses breathing fire what it says pete car pro rodeo he he goes through he this is actually the old pete car logo we have a ton of hat stickers for you guys out there actually the new pete car hat stickers but when your crew pulls in his, his gooseneck trailers are wrapped and it says live in life eight seconds at a time down the side i mean when when you guys pull into a rodeo it's not just like it, it, it's not like the carnivals in town it's like George Strait just rolled up. And I, I think that that is something that is just so cool from just, you know, the, my point of view. And you've always done that. when you, Your rigs have always been spotless and beautiful, and I think that's pretty badass. I appreciate it. I mean, it's, you know, it's a level of professionalism that you show when you come to town and people see that. And, and it just kind of goes through and through with everything we're doing. So, I mean, you got to look good, feel good. If you don't play good, you may try that on the golf course. Maybe get you some golf yeah. tire. might play better. But um, Didn't you play just a really big – where did you play at, like, where they play the Masters or something? Uh, well, I went to Pebble Beach. Yeah. 
I guess that's a good one. Play Pebble, play Spyglass, Spanish Bay, yeah. Would, you, would you please come with me to the Ponca City Golf Tournament? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go to the golf tournament with you. But oh, my. Anyway. I would have my ringer. I thought we need to start one in Angelo. On yeah, one we of the played quite days. a bit down there. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of those middle days we can mm-hmm. do on, a little golf tournament. On the sports deal, I got a probably one of the coolest things that I've seen with Pete Carr that a lot of rodeo companies don't do or have never attempted. At Weatherford, Texas, which is the uh, Parker County Sheriff's Rodeo, that they were talking about that the facility is amazing but they have the softball game where the <laughs> college plays right so they have pete car rodeo versus the committee guys so pete's crew they even pete gets t-shirts made with numbers and everything this is pete car pro rodeo it's got their numbers on the back so his crew versus the rodeo committee in softball and for every uh, home run, Pete donates $100 to uh, their Casa. local Casa. to their charity there. Yeah. And so I've never been a part of that. The year I worked that rodeo, everyone was like, you got to go to the softball game. And I was like, whatever. This is a real softball stadium. Everybody there had real softball outfits. And the two guys that were announcing it were horribly vulgar and just absolutely amazing like it was the most fun it's a real thing it's competitive how did that start you know bill riddle started it years ago i mean before i was even there they were doing it and i've been fortunate to be involved with it for i don't know 10 12 however long but um they are the sandbaggingest people I've ever seen. They recruit all them college kids, and they yeah, they get a ring, I mean, they get they some, some studs that show up. I'm telling you, and we got like Billy and Billy's son. But and, you got Bryce Redo. Yeah. Bryce could play the whole outfield by himself. He could, but then he's got to throw it. And I don't know if you've ever yeah. seen him throw. <laughs> he throws like a yeah, no, yeah. My wife can't throw, but she, he she throws better than him. I think. Uh, speaking of Bryce. Uh, First NFR this year for Bryce Redu. Super excited for him. First yeah. uh, time to be Bullfighter of the Year nominee. Yeah. And he started with Pete Carr on the feed a, crew. Yeah, what a great kid. I mean, been around rodeo, you know, forever, but, uh, you know, grew up. But just now getting to the point, and, uh, you know, he's – tell you what, that guy can rope. He, he, can, he can do – he is the best hand on our crew, bar none. Like – I hate for him to be fighting bulls sometimes because he that that guy is handy. Like he's he can do it all. He can rope when we have fighting bulls out there. He walks out in the middle of the arena barefoot and ropes them on foot and drags them to the alleyway. I mean, like he he's the dude. Like he's real and he'll in my opinion he'll be back here as long as he wants to come back here. Because oh. he is amazing. I mean, he do backflips over bulls. I mean, he is just incredible what he does. He's coming to Sydney in 24. Yeah. Yeah. So but. He's caddy. I mean, he's really caddy. Well, I mean, your, your whole crew, though, because uh, <laughs> I'm not going to mention any names, but there are rodeo companies that go through a lot of different. <laughs> they have a, a large turnover in the. Uh, labor department employees. Not with car with Pete Car Rodeo. You've had pretty much the same crew forever. Like people yeah, stay. I picked, I picked out the bigger, larger families and tried to hire them that had a lot of kids yeah. and tried to keep them in the deal. But uh, yeah, we've had Billy, Billy and his crew, and Katie and Ashton and Brody and Mark and Josie and the Cribs and the Guatneys and Delia and. 
all them. John Crib. Um, you know, Jamie, you know, the bullfighters, Clay and Bryce, been around forever. I mean, Clay's probably been with us for 12 years. He was with yeah. us at the old rodeo company that I bought. But and then you got all the pickup men. You know, Josh Edwards been at the NFR. Um, Jeremy Willis. Now we got the D's boys there. I mean, Cribs and his wife, you know, they do a great job. John Cribs drives trucks for us and works the back pens. Um, we just got a really, really good, experienced crew that is works together and uh, gets along, and we're very fortunate for that. Yeah, Connor Reagan's been helping you. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I think Connor would be one of my top guys for the Rump Chap NFR Blind Date. Really? Yeah, he's horribly single. Is he? Terrible with women. <laughs> So, I, <laughs> okay. We're, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess hope you're that right. big bastard don't hit me. I'm yeah. Sure. But no, B- Billy Jones is, is uh, I think it's your best asset. Billy. Billy. I'm Billy Jones. Billy's just. Well, I mean, Billy takes care of all the operations, all the ranch, all the animals. He does the stock list. He handles all the trucking. He hires everybody. Um, he's amazing. You know. We've worked together so long now, you know, I've kind of handed off little bits and pieces along the way, and he's picked up on it. He does a, he does a great job and loves what he does. He's at the bucket door sale right now. Hope he's not spending too much yeah. money. But how, um, much, how much have you bought right now? Uh, well, we don't keep track. <laughs> so. What a, You know, I, I want to ask you this. What is the, the favorite bareback horse you've ever owned, and what's the favorite bronc you've ever owned? Favorite bareback I probably ever owned was uh, Riverboat Annie. So that's what I was gonna say. That so, horse was purchased at the uh, Dale Cling Bucking Horse and Bull Sale. Thought that horse was a three-year-old, never had a rider on her, and put a dummy on her, bucked her, and uh, stuck my hand in there. And yeah, she's been she's raised probably seven or eight nfr animals and i mean she's she just does it i mean she's still alive still have babies we've got a probably three or four horses that are here maybe five out of her here um so yeah she's probably my favorite now dirty jacket second you know two-time bareback horse of the year riverboat ran up against that little dink grated coconut for about eight years yeah. so she never won anything but dink <laughs> old dink in canada what about a bronc Oh man, Bronx. Um, you know, probably Big Tex. Big Tex has been around. You gotta say Big Tex. They just won around and at Globe Life on Big Tex. He's 21 years old. He's here this year. I mean, I mean, so that's the thing about horses. People don't realize. You know, we they work a minute a year. We take great care of them. We've got 20 some year old horses that come here. Been coming here 15, 16 years. Um, so if you take care of them, they'll, they'll last a long time. Well, okay, we, so I'm going to put you on the spot here, and you got to answer it. you got to answer it. You can't puss out, Pete. Okay. Who is your favorite bareback rider at this year's NFR? Favorite bareback rider? Oh, that's a toughie. Cole yeah. Franks. Cole Franks. <laughs> Pete Carter Dorsey. Oh, that was pretty easy. Um, no, Cole, Cole, I grew up watching Cole grow up. And, you know, Brett was my first – his dad was my first flank man that come to work for me when I started – and he went with me for years, and he flanked, and he drove back and forth. And I've watched Cole grow up. I've sent him horses over the years to learn to ride on and practice. And so they're, they're family. Yeah. Okay. So favorite bronc rider? Oh, Lefty. Lefty Holman. Yeah. <laughs> like, lefty lefty just to, loves life. I went, to, I went to Lefty's wedding. Yeah, did you? I was supposed to go to it. 
Yeah. Supposed I'm so to. mad. Well, You're a supposed to, to guy. I'm a doing guy. Well, we had <laughs> kind of had a job. <laughs> All right. Well, what about Bull Rider? Bull Rider. Uh, you know, I'm really leaning towards Jeff Askey this year. I mean, he's really come around. He's really matured. Uh, like, he's covered a lot of bulls. Uh, he's he's doing what he needs to do, taking care of business. And, yeah, kind of like, like it, Jeff. So what do you think? This is the last hard question, I promise. So where is Pete Car Rodeo in five years? Woo. Hopefully we're still getting nominated, and hopefully we're still working for that guy over there. But um, we'll keep sponsoring Rump Chat. We'll keep you a job. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know we're we're we've got some goals set. Um, you know we got we signed to Oakley, Utah this year to a multi-year contract, so we'll be oh, there nice. in twenty-three. Um, you know, talking to some other companies, trying to kind of move more into the northwest, kind of spread out a little more. And, uh, so yeah, I got got some goals and got some things we're trying to achieve and. Uh, Things are headed in the right direction. Well, we're just glad to have you part. Glad, glad to call you a friend. Yeah. Well, thank you. But we're going to throw out some Pete Carr. Who wants Pete Carr Pro Rodeo t-shirt? Right there. Oh. Yeah, and also, if, if you guys in the back right here, we've got Pete Carr Rodeo hat patches. Come on up and get them. we got a bunch of Koozies. them. Koozies. Come on up. But, uh, but yeah. Oh, oh yeah, we got it. Look at this. These are my neighbors right here. Here's a shout-out, the Rogers family. Oh, hey, what's Hi, up, guys? Rogers right. family. These guys live right down the road from me. They're, they've got two guys roping up here, two, two boys. Uh, oh, the Junior World Finals. Yeah, they're pretty salty. Jacob and Ty, yeah, they're, they, they don't play. Nice. I mean, Maybe we should have had your neighbor on to find out the truth about Picard. <laughs> Top notch. You don't have to say that. I'm just kidding. That's any, awesome. Any wild parties and going on all night over at his place? It don't get too wild around there when Billy Jones is there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's uh, – we're going to thank Pete me, again. And it. thank you for being here. That's going to be it for today. Wait, well, before uh, we go, we got to do a couple more giveaways. Uh, oh, yeah. Pendleton Whiskey has been our sponsor. Thank you again, Thanks, Pete. Pete. Round of applause Round for applause, Pete Carr, everybody. Carr, everybody. Super busy, but he stopped by. Pete we Carr, love him. two hours. Don't forget, come by the Mirage tonight. Oh, yes. Also sponsored by Pete Carr. Starting at 5, Rodeo Vegas. Uh, we got two. Pendleton Whiskey has, and Jancy and the whole crew has been great to us. We've got two oh, yeah. awesome tickets to give away to tonight's Rodeo. Let me see those. And I've got a guy who sent me a screenshot. He's listened to every rump chat, which is 122 rump chats, four times a piece. That is four times a piece from Kansas. Travis Garden, come on up here. You are getting the free tickets tonight. I don't know what you do for a living, but if you've listened to me and Hambone's dumbass for that long, you deserve some free tickets. Also, let's give away a couple more of these before we go. Yeah, Anybody? what do we got? Well, let's give away. If you want a Pendleton whiskey here, you can go downstairs by Flint's stage. I've got some free Pendleton whiskey vouchers to There's give away. 101 Pro Rodeo. Who wants some free Pendleton whiskey? Is 21 years old. You in the back, sir, you're, you're 21. Come on up here. Come on up. Yeah, you right there with the beer. Come on up. You right, here we go. Give him some. Oh, <laughs> our Fort Madison crew is here. Here, you take three. I know how you guys drink. Okay. You know, Trav up here. Here we go. Oregon State, you're going to need some liquor, okay? Here you go. 
Let's give it to this guy here. Yeah. What's that? Oh, yeah, here. Take you, uh, Pete Carr. Pat Sigurd. Okay, well, everybody, uh, thank you all for coming out. Don't forget, you can listen to this episode anywhere you find. Hey, Wait, Will Moorhead over here. Do you remember when... What? Don't you want to tell Will something at Rosenberg when he's running with his shirt off? Uh, yeah. You, got, you called me, and you, he, he was really mad at you. I'm surprised Will's got a shirt on right now. It's cold. Jacob, thank you. Let's give a round of applause, Jacob Moorhead, our, our, just I, our dear friend. I did nothing, though. We've just paid him over $100, and he said shit, so. Do you have any thoughts? You get paid by the word in this business, buddy. <laughs> no. Sometimes you got to make the batter before the biscuits rise. That's right. Well, this is these are like extra small T-shirts, so. Um, oh, also, about the- also, if you want Rump Chat merch, where's Jesse? Right over there. Jesse, raise your hand. We got T-shirts, we got patches, we got some stuff. Stop over there and get your Rump Chat merch, the podcast that kicks ass. Rump Chat every day here at 1130. See you tomorrow. Awesome guests coming. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody.